0: Hockey! Yeah, yeah. My favorite, it's Judd's hockey show. Well, we're not you know worried about individuals, right? We're worried about we're worried about the team and we're worried about not worried, we're we're concerned that 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 none of us were scoring goals. I mean we didn't score any goals two games ago, so that was our focus, not this guy's gotta score, that guy's gotta score. It's it's the Minnesota Wild have to have to score goals the way that the Minnesota Wild score goals and
1: you are so excited! There was like four Juds. What on that was that? that wow! Was, that, was, that, was, that was awesome. whoa! I'd like to,
0: I'd like yeah. to. Um, uh, whoa, you know whoa. what? I'm not, I'm not concerned about the fact that we're there were four of me. I'm concerned about the fact that there were three too many. But I mean, that's not how mm. Jud plays. No, that's not what Judd does. That's oh my gosh! Um, all right, take uh, take what Dino said for what it's worth. I guess as far as the team goes, that's fantastic. Uh, but we are here to tell you the truth and not spew cliches about Game Six of the Wild Golden Knight series, which will be tonight at XL Energy Center, eight o'clock Central Time. Face Thank off. God. A normal time. Eight. You're not. You're not going to get one for the playoffs. We're in the eight, middle of the country. Great.
1: I love eight. Oh, you like it? No, oh, okay. I like eight. I'm. I thought you were nine, pining nine for seven. nine forty seven was is.
0: Yeah, but that's if they're in the ridiculous. West Coast. That's what we're getting. God, that's concerned. not. That's not going to change. So no, anyway. anyway. Zolgad and Declan Goff. We all have our complaints in life. Yours is face-off times. Mine is uh-huh. the fact the Hubbard parking lot is again full, and so we go on. Um. All right, so we are now to Game Six in what has been one of the weirdest series that I can recall. Yeah, uh, because it has at times it's been superior. It's been great hockey. At times, it's been from the Wild at least awful hockey, mm-hmm. and. I guess I've gotten to the point Declan Goff where going into tonight's game, I'm just curious what we're going to see. I have no prediction at this point. <laughs> and and here's the scary thing. If the Wild gets off to a good start, that mm-hmm. doesn't mean they're going to have a good second period. Right. Like this is what's so weird. Game 5, to me game 5 encapsulated like the um I, the cliche what Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. the different faces of the Wild. First period, you know, first period, get off to a great start, look really good, score three goals. You don't have a ton of shots, but you still did a good job. Second period, you take a powder, you completely duck out. And then in the third period, you come back and you play. Okay. So I will say going into tonight's game six, I have no idea what we are going to get from this team, which is at the same time disappointing and, you know, sort of not fun. It's interesting because you don't know that, but I mean, we are to game six, and I still, I'm really, I'm at a loss for what this team is going to do tonight.
1: Yeah, it's strange. All year long, they've been bad in the second period. I think it's been heightenly bad, exceptionally bad. Maybe is the better word in the playoffs that they've been even more atrocious in the second period. Even last, even during the regular season, they were not a good second period team. Um, outscored a ton, just not, not really what, not playing very good hockey. And then the third period, they turn it on. And that's not the furious rallies they turn on. They just turn on to be a better period in the third, in the third period, all regular season. In terms of expectations for tonight, um, we were talking on discussing on Ventline after Game 5 on Monday night that I feel better about a Game 7 than I do about a Game 6, which is, I know, kind of ironic because you have to win Game 6 to get to Game 7. Um, but the Wild have historically played well in Game 7, and I feel like they'll have all the momentum going into that Vegas game if they were to pull that off. Um but I I still also think this is a game where hopefully some players can start can start warming things up. I think Kevin Fiala can finally start getting on the score sheet here. Kirill scored his first goal in game 5. I think I think it's time for Karel. All right, Kevin and Fiala to to get going. I think it's time for Fiala to finally get a monkey off his back, get the first goal of the series, and that's what I'm looking for. But in terms of an overall gameplay, yeah, I mean your guess is honestly as good as mine. I've I've been, I've been I've been I thought in game two they get waxed and then they played their best game of the series and they still lost that game, um, so expectations. It's a great question, Judd. I I I don't know what to expect
0: tonight. So, when Patrick Royce joined us for his Mackie and Judd segment yesterday, he said he thought that, that the pucker factor had now shifted to the Golden Knights because they lost game five. I guess part of the reason why I'm with you in saying I think the Wild is a really good chance to win in game seven, but I'm not convinced they win in game six is because of the fact that the Wild, until I see different at home, uh, which is amazing because they played great there at home during the course of the season. And keep in mind, a lot of that was, you know, with like what, two um, 200 fans at one point but until i see them come out tonight and look loose and at ease i'm not going to be convinced that they are at home uh this team look first period game 3 was fantastic and then five periods all in downtown st paul they were not good you know so i am i am not convinced that the pucker factor which can play a role in hockey is going to become an official thing for that's going to shift to vegas Until Game Seven, if we get there, I want to go through a list of uh, three three names that I have that I think are extremely important to the Wild success tonight. Okay, definitely golf. If uh, if they are to force a seventh game, and we all know in seventh games, this team's damn near this franchise damn near unbeatable. Yeah, well, they are unbeatable. They haven't lost one. Jordan Greenway is my third name. Okay, okay, he played really well. I thought for the most part, you know, take it. Take out the second period because everybody was bad. But in Game Five, a goal, couple assists. Um, or he? I'm I'm sorry. He has a goal. He scored that goal in Game Five. Two assists and is a plus three for the series. This series is made for a guy like Jordan. And I thought there have been games in the series where it's pretty clear he's embraced it. And then there have been times again where he has sort of ducked out, disappeared. Yeah. And when you're playing against the team that has speed and some size. They're not huge, but they have Alex Tuck. When you're playing him. against that type of team, Declan, I think Greenway's game needs to be at its best. And that doesn't make him a Hall of Fame All-Star player, but that does make him a presence in the series. And if the Wilds going to win tonight, I think Jordan Greenway, not just Felino, not just Dak, I think Jordan Greenway has to be a major presence.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I think he's had a solid series. I don't think he... Um... Has like had a world-beating series, uh, but in general, I think he's had a solid season. And in the playoffs, he's he's played very well. And that that line's been their Wild's best line, even in the postseason as well. To no surprise of anyone, if, if anyone's been watching the team all season long. Um, but yes, Greenway, it'd be nice if you saw more of what he did in Game Five on a consistent basis. Because in Game Five, in my opinion, he was a beast. I thought Game Five, and that's was what the he should game. be though. Yes. Like,
0: like that—that's the perfect word. Yep. That That's what you want, a beast. Yes. Like, he doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to result in a ton of goals. It doesn't have to, but he has to be a presence. Um, it's the simplest thing I could possibly say, but, I mean, the most important thing to me in a playoff game and in a series is that we notice you. Yeah. You know, because it's very easy to watch an entire game and be like, did so-and-so play? <laughs> or, or you know, I saw him, but I didn't really see him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, And I thought in game five, and there have been other moments in the series for sure, you noticed Greenway. And there were a lot of games I felt um, during spurts of the regular season where you didn't. And if you don't notice him tonight, I don't think the Wild wins. I don't think two-thirds of that line going strong is enough uh, because that line becomes a real pain to play against as a whole and a really effective line if it's three guys. My second name, and this is actually, so I looked up these stats last night. This is actually a surprise how, uh, yeah, I I yeah. moved my notebook. I'm okay. sorry. For those of you who got blocked out from Judd, and th- those of you who are listening on the podcast, you have no clue, but I moved my notebook accidentally in front of my Dell camera here and blocked myself out, and, oh, my God, no one could see me for a second. Um, my second name, and this guy's lack of production just overall, is not something that's going to be translatable to playoff success for sure. an, any amount of time, and that is Jared Spurgeon. He is no po- he has zero points and is a minus five in the five games. Uh, for a comp, Ryan Suter, who plays with him, his defensive partner is a minus three, and has no points. But Jared Spurgeon certainly has the ability to get points. Minus five is a fairly big minus for him Mm -hmm. uh he is playing 22 38 a game and i mean this is your captain but more importantly he's also a dynamic player like jared jared spurgeon jared spurgeon can impact the game in many different ways um i love him he makes some great plays but but the more i thought about it too you know i really haven't seen jared spurgeon in this series much at all and i know it's a tough one yeah but i but i feel i feel like he has to have a positive impact for success
1: Yeah, he's got 13 blocks he's thrown around nine hits um just four shots on goal i'd like to see a little more. that's what i'm saying yeah
0: yeah no no points for him no points for suits does not shock me yeah no points for him surprises me in five games yeah i agree with that and and but i I think that's so so people will say well you know you get pulled you know i mean they weren't scoring goals. How is he going to score points? Um, I think in this case, points would be indicative of the fact that he looks involved. And defensively, look, I am not questioning him. He will block shots. He, I think he is one of the best in the entire league, and I don't don't know how because he's, he's so small, but he breaks up plays. Like, his stick work is fantastic, and his ability to break up plays in his own zone is fantastic. Yep. So I'm not saying he's a bust. But I am saying that the no points and and the shots on goal that you just gave us uh, does tell a story about a guy who's got more. And there were times during the course of the season, Declan, where he definitely generated offense. Like he he was really good. So, and keep in mind too, he is the quarterback on the first power play.
1: Yeah, he's got to be better.
0: And that power play tonight, I I don't that power play's been terrible. <laughs>
1: been back to the old, and they old didn't,
0: one. And they didn't get one in game 5. Right. But I think yeah. if you're going to win tonight, you probably need at least a power play goal. Yep. Uh and then the last one, and you said this at the top of the show and I am inclined to completely agree and he had a goal in game 5, his first goal. Kirill Kaprizov, I think. This is this is and I know it's tough. I get this. This is the two goal one apple night. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. I like that. But I mean, this is the this is the game where he finds a way too shy, mm-hmm. um, and if that means being selfish, guess what? I don't care. Yeah,
1: be selfish. I'm cool with it. You know, if totally cool with it,
0: if that means you got the puck in the slot and Zuccarello's open on the boards. Oh wait, I'm going it, to. I, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> Shoot it. Like like this goes. This goes back to what we talked about um, at the start of the season when when he was going great guns and people said he's fantastic and he said really he really should shoot more yep. and they said no he shouldn't and Krill came out and said well actually my dad said I should shoot more
1: and he did and he, and he scored more goals
0: exactly weird, weird be concept. more selfish make it this is the game where Kaprizov needs to make himself a pain in the ass i like that and he might get beat up i don't know guess what he can take it yeah he totally can so Kaprizov Spurgeon and Greenway are just three very important people to me tonight
1: yeah, I like that one. Um I'm trying to think of just guys on the fly that I would like to see something happen tonight. Um and this maybe isn't players that I've struggled, but just three players. Maybe a hodgepodge list. Three players I'm I'm keying in on as well. Um in no particular order, Matt Dumba. I need a better game. Um just absolutely need I need a better game for you, man. I think I think was it game three, he had a nice one. He had a nice showing in one of the earlier games that I thought, oh, I noticed him well. He had a he had a solid game, he threw his weight around. Um, you know, he he's been blocking shots, he came off at the end of game five with a pretty noticeable limp when he was leaving the ice. I, I don't think it's anything that's too much cause concern. Everyone's beat up by this time of the year. Even when a 56 game season instead of 82, everyone's beat up by this time of the year. No one's, no one is at 110%, right? Um, that's one for sure. Fiala is another one who I mentioned off the top. I, I just need, I need to see him get rewarded. I don't think he's played poorly. I don't think he's played poorly at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I just would like to see him get rewarded with a, with, with, with a big time goal. And then the last one, um, and again, this is just I want to see him get opportunities, and I would love for him to get just a little bit more run, and he, and you saw it in Game 5, and that's Nico Sturm. So Nico Sturm moved up a little bit. He, You notice his speed, and this isn't a product of Nico Sturm not showing up. It's a product of the coaching staff kind of just burying him for whatever bleeping reason. Um, those would be three players I'd like to see show up big time tonight. I, th- I feel like I know what to expect with everyone else on this team at this point. I, I, I feel like I've had yep. expectations, and, and you have higher expectations for Krill than maybe I do, but the same, I, I hear your expectations, um, because he's your best player, and you need your best player to show up. I, I made the point that Mark Stone, Mark Stone's the Vegas Golden Knights best player on the ice. Guess what? He's been showing up. He hasn't been slowed down. He's been showing up all series long. Alex Tuck, same thing. So I would like to see Nico Sturm. I'd like to see Fiala uh, get a big time... Hit a big time goal or two tonight, in the Matt Dumba just to play a cleaner game. I'm not really asking. I would love a power play goal, but I just a cleaner right. game for Matt Dumbaugh. No
0: defensive miscues, yes, which drive you fantastic. crazy. Yeah. So the most important thing tonight, though, and all, all of the players, all six of the players we talked about, obviously are important. But the most important thing tonight also is that you play a consistent game, and that's where I want to get into the coaching of this. Okay. Okay. So, you know, you know, we like to break down managing <laughs> in baseball, and it's fun. We like to break down coaching and football and adjustments, and it's fun. But I think that, aside from our show, I think people have been sleeping on the lack of in-game adjustments the Wild are making and things on the fly, and and I bring that up because the second period in Game 5 is inexcusable on every level from everybody. Yeah. Nobody gets off as far as, oh, he's not at fault for that. You were outshot 22-1. to 1. Your goaltender stood on his head. Camp Talbot was fantastic um but my god you can't expect that it's one thing for a goaltender to steal a game it's yeah. a, it's another to say uh the puck's going to be in your zone the entire period <laughs> and so you that's not stealing a game that is that is um armed robbery of a game like that that's beyond what i consider the scope of good taste on an ask for stealing a game so i think the most important thing tonight and and dean has to be partially responsible for this is when you they when the wild starts to get into these spurts and, you know, fortunately for them in the third period in game five they snapped out of it, Dex, uh, but back here they didn't at times. When the wild starts to get into these spurts where Vegas starts to take the play to them and gets them on their heels, literally. Going backwards, Uh, the defensemen start to give up the blue line or the defensemen don't get aggressive enough because they're scared. And so they're at their their offensive blue line. And instead of pinching in to save the puck, they basically just retreat and everybody's retreating and nobody's even clogging up the neutral zone. They're just all retreating. Oh, my God, we got to get back. We got to get back. And that's what happened in game five. You need to have a plan for that. Like, like that's not a, don't give me this. Well, what what are they going to do? What are they supposed to do? They're supposed to have a plan for that. They're supposed to clog up the neutral zone. They're, like, if you go in, if you've now decided, okay, when Vegas gets going, we just can't do that. Like, like, we're just not capable. And by the way, there have been times that the Wild have combated that pretty well, so we know it's in them. But if they've just decided, they're too damn good, then you need to have a plan for tonight to make sure, short of taking penalties left and right that you clog up the neutral zone that you have that you don't just allow them free entry which i thought the second period on what was that monday night was it mm-hmm. was free entry into your zone yeah uh that's coaching decks yes like like that starts with coaching when your entire team and i mean that was the entire roster is basically saying hey it's the golden knights in our zone what are we going to do i uh, you know what i told you and phil yesterday i think is accurate if it's like one line or one defensive pair okay we got a problem and that has to be fixed
1: yeah i know it was a it was a team thing
0: right but i mean that's coaching (laughs) yes like like dean can't be like well we've got to be better uh you know and he can say that to us i don't care but that can't be the formula for we got to be better the formula has to be we watched a ton of film and we've got an idea of at least if it starts i mean it's literally they go from the first period which was great okay to the second period starts, and it starts to get bad. And so, you know, let's say they've got a a little cut, okay? And then it gets bigger and bigger, and instead of a tourniquet, they're like, let's stick the Band-Aid on the son of a buck and see if that works. Right. Um, so I think the other real important factor tonight is what's the preparation? What's the coaching like? Because this is very important. If we think this team is going to eventually compete for a Stanley Cup, which, by the way, eventually not now, but eventually they should. Mm-hmm. Dean's got to show us more too. Yeah. And
1: he briefly did that in the first period uh, in in game five, when he moved up Sturm and I thought, Oh wow. In game adjustment, Bravo Dean, like honestly, Bravo Dean. But then in the second period, you know, you basically played on your heels the whole game and you were icing the puck a ton and you couldn't get any zone entries. And the third period wasn't miserable, but it certainly still wasn't as great as it was in the first. So in game adjustments, it have to be something that Dean makes like it's, it's been a little surprising because he's obviously a Jack Adams finalist. and most likely will be. I know that's not official yet, but he probably will be. He'll get some votes. He'll get some love. But the in-game playoff adjustments to me have been a bit baffling. It's, it's been a bit baffling to me.
0: The, the adjustments overall to me have been as well. Mm-hmm. Like you brought in Rao because you thought he brought more speed, but he's a career minor leaguer. I didn't get that one. Um, I know that Parisi was playing, and so he's slower. But... Yeah, I've been very I've been very surprised that there hasn't been more proactive approach as far as personnel at times. And I don't mean a ton. There's not a ton that you can do, but there are things, you know, we've we've hammered the Matthew Boldy angle to death at this point. But it's it's a you know, it's true. And I get that Bill Guerin has a say in that. But I'm just talking about we are now going to be six games into a series against the same team that you played, what, eight times during the course of the season. Right. There are no surprises left. And yet when you get outshot 22 to one, that clearly means you're caught off guard and surprised. Yeah. It's so acceptable. Yeah. And and it's just you. <laughs> it's fine to ask uh, Cam Talbot to play outstanding. It's another to basically abandon him and be like, ah, yeah, that's fine, dude. You got this. And he did for for, you know, save their bacon. But, yeah, that's that's the one thing to me that I'm going to be very curious if things start to go sideways again, you know, second period for the wild. Does the wild I'm not saying they're gonna stop it entirely, but you can't just let it go, and that's what they did in game five. Yeah.
1: Cam Talbot has been phenomenal. He's been the their their godsend all series long, but you can't just rely on him all for to to take an onslaught like that, um, like yeah. like they yeah. did in the second.
0: You can't. Exactly right. Final thoughts? Final thoughts. Before we wrap her up. Get
1: me get Fiala, get me, get a goal here. Get me going here, pal. I just 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 bored the haters. You're there. You're like 18 shots yeah, or He's got a ton of goal. shots on goal. So, so absolutely get there
0: for me, man. Get there for me. He's tried. He's tried. Kirill, be selfish. That's my advice to him. All right. Say your thing. Pass, shoot score.